everyone, I'm Julie. I'm Erin. And welcome to Our Public Diary, where we overshare on the internet for our own personal enjoyment. And I'm not going to lie, I did not remember that intro. I was actually worried right when you said, what did you say? Hi. Hi, everybody. That's new. I think I usually I, say hello. Yes, you do. And it for a second, it threw me off and I was like, does she know it? Does she remember? Yeah. It's been a hot minute since yeah. we've talked to you. <laughs> apparently <laughs> i was just telling aaron was like what did we do last and i was like we did like a lord tier list in august i remember doing that one and we probably had done less of them around then too like we'd skipped month yeah, like weeks we or whatever yeah that, that was like but like two weeks after that i feel like we both just forgot about it completely oh my god like i thought about it here and there and then i'm like we're both busy like we yeah. can't do this well just because i've found that now <clears throat> that we're adults like basically what ends up happening is that everyone works during the week so all the plans are for the weekend yeah there's like no option other than the weekend yeah to do something exactly and that's when we usually record and so we always forgot to record yeah um but now here we are because i think Quite literally, when Taylor Swift released the Red re-recording, mm-hmm. spoiler alert, that's what we're talking about today. It of literally, course we are. <laughs> it literally resurrected us. We were like, we need to, we need to go. I need to speak on We need on to speak it. on this. We need to let our voice be heard. Well, and I also have revisions to make. Things to redact. <laughs> And we'll get to it. We'll get to it. But we've talked about Taylor Swift before. So it's kind of like, okay, how different are we feeling about this? Yeah. What new things do we have to say that we didn't have to say? Right. I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. I kind of wish that I re-listened to our episode about Taylor before I thought about it this this. morning. And I was like, I don't feel like I don't feel like that. That's a lot of effort. And I do think I remember pretty much the gist of what I said about this Mm -hmm. album. So... I'll just be going off my memory. Yeah. Which is shoddy, <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> um, where do we begin? I can't even begin to try and give an update of what I've been doing lately, so I won't. Because oh, we, yeah. There's too much that's happened, and I actually August. don't know. Like, I don't, I've done so many things, and at this point, it's like, I don't know what they were, but I was <laughs> busy, yeah, apparently. I've been busy. I like yeah. It's been too long. It's been yeah. Um, Don't expect to hear from us after this. For, for another few like, months. I'm well, gonna be at the beach next weekend. Yeah. And then. And then it's December, where it's gonna probably be the, even worse. I yeah. I just can't even think about it. Yeah. Oh my god. Well, it was funny. I was um, also thinking because the last time I thought about this podcast is when we were watching One Tree Hill, and I realized yeah. that. We are, what, halfway through season six, and we never did a season five recap? Right. Oops. I don't remember what happens in season five. Oopsie We'd daisies. have to look it up and follow along anyway, yeah. but will we? I don't know. We'll yeah. See. But we anyways, we wanted, like we said before, we feel so strongly about this album and yes. about everything that it entails that we decided to come back from the grave. Mm-hmm. Um, so, surprise, bitches. Here but we you are. thought you'd seen The Last of Us. No. No. And you know, uh, we will never shut up for no. good. Shutting up for good won't won't no. happen. Like, we'll be back at some point in time. To, we always have things to say that we don't have to say to the internet, but we are. Oh my god, 
I just remembered that I never told you this, um, but I was home. I forget. I think I was home for getting my new phone, uh-huh. and I was talking to my dad, and he said that, like, he d- wasn't sure how it happened, but, um, like, our pod came up, like, on his, like, podcast app. Oh, my God. And so he started listening to it. He said he listened to, like, 10 minutes of it, uh-huh. and then turned it off because we started talking about my bachelorette party and about how, like, fucked up I got, uh-huh. and he said, this isn't for me, and turned it off, which oh I respect. Oh, my God. But anyways, he said that he was so surprised by the quality of it. Oh, he was yay. like, yeah, he, like the audio. He's like, um, your audio quality is great, and you and Aaron just like flow so well together. Oh. Like, like basically, like talking about our chemistry. And I'm oh like, my god, oh, thanks, Dad. What like, a, we've curated such a vibe. I know. I always say I'm a vibe curator, so yes. I think we're doing a good job here. And, like, granted, the people that listen to this are just people who I know already like talking to me, like my friends. Yeah, exactly. Who so like, enjoy to hear what I... Does yeah. that make sense? Enjoy to hear what I have to say. Yes. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, I don't know. It's kind of nice to think about because, like, I've mentioned this before, but, like, Stephen will listen to this while he's driving and he, like, pretends that he's a part of the <laughs> conversation. And I'm like, well, that's so cute because, like... Like we were saying, there's a lot of plans on the weekend, but like overall, we don't hang out with friends as often as we used to. Right. So I'm like, aw. When I was this at- is the opportunity to hang out with me, but I'm not, I'm not really there. I, at the Halloween party, Stephen came up to me and he's like, "Where's the next episode yeah. of OPD?" And Sorry, like, Stephen, but you're so- the only one who asked me that. <laughs> I think Chris maybe mentioned it between our last episode and now, but like he didn't ask for a new episode. He was just like. Are you still doing that? <laughs> yeah. No one, no one has asked no. me. Thanks, guys. Steven's the only... Uh, he's our number one fan. What can he I is. Say? He's our number one fan. We'll have to get him back on. Yeah. Pat we'll have to send him some free merch. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever. Like All right. So I feel like it's time... Yes. ...to get down and dirty... Yes. ...with Red Taylor's version. When... I know I've mentioned it on the podcast before. I don't know if I could pick a favorite Taylor Swift album. I feel like that's very hard to do. I uh, I don't know. Yeah, no, that's not. It is no. in my top three. And it's like yes, very. I remember. Okay. It is very close to being number one. Like probably if you like held a gun to my head and made me choose, uh-huh. I would choose Red. Right. So when she announced that she was re-recording this album next, I lost my fucking yes. shit. I feel like it's... I almost can't believe that 1989 is her most popular album. Yeah. Because, like, I... It's not my favorite. But, like, I think it's good. But at the same time, like, how is it not Red? Yeah. I think Red got a bad rep when it was originally released. I mean, I didn't like it (laughs) until now. So... Because I think she was starting her transition into, like, the pop queen era, right? Yeah. And people were expecting another country album. Oh, yeah. I do recall being a little salty that she just kind of, like, stopped being country. Because I like country, and I mm-hmm. did growing up. So I kind of get that. And so she was also catching a lot of heat. And we'll go into more detail about this. But this was post-John Mayer and Jake Gyllenhaal. Right. And I actually read an article that was, like, really interesting mm-hmm. about how basically... 
the entire world basically let Taylor Swift down because mm-hmm. she was being preyed on by older men. Yeah. And then she would get bitched about because she would write songs about them. Right. Like everyone was pissed about Taylor Swift writing mm-hmm. so- breakup songs, mm-hmm. but not about the fact that she was 19 dating a 35 year old. Right. And like no one wants to hear what you have to say when it's gone badly. Right. So I think people were like, another breakup album, like blah, blah, blah. And then like gave it the cold shoulder. And now it's finally getting the respect it deserves. Yes. And like also all of her albums are breakup albums. Like Ah! there's a breakup song on every single one. I mean, yes. Yes. So it's kind of like at this point, don't you know that's what she's going to do? Yeah. And like also what the fuck is wrong with a breakup album? Everyone loves a breakup album. Yes. Many People male like to feel artists sad. only write right. albums like, too. I, but yeah, we'll be getting into that. Um, I just want to say, I realized this re-release made me realize, and also Tyler, that Taylor Swift is my favorite artist. I think... Like fully, like ever, of all time, and probably always will be. Mm-hmm. And I, like, I never actually thought about that before, and no one really asked has ever asked me that yeah but i was talking to tyler about this album and i was just you know rambling like a crazy person about all the details of things and he was like it's so cool that your favorite artist like you can you know and can tell other people what the songs are about like exactly what they're about right because like you know his favorite artists you just like the songs and you have no idea what the hell situation exactly made the song happen Mm -hmm. and he said like my favorite artist and i thought about it and i was like wait i think i'm officially ready to come out as swift like a full no i already am a swifty but like like that is my favorite musician i i'm close to that point i think it's hard because i was a one direction stand for so long yes i do not have that right so it's kind of like those are like the top two she's definitely my favorite um female artist for sure oh yeah yeah um but harry's a very it's probably my divorced parents, uh, Harry Styles and Taylor Swift, battling yes. it up for number one. Yes. Oh, my God. Can I just side note really quick? Because I saw a TikTok that made me realize that I'm mad at Harry Styles right now. Okay. Sure. I don't know if you've seen this. I feel like when it comes to Taylor Swift and Harry Styles, we see the same TikToks about oh, those yeah, subjects. Probably. But I like it's like I had this thought, but I didn't really like I wasn't conscious of it. Mm-hmm. And then I saw the TikTok and I was like, oh, my God, that's how I feel. But that his shows in L.A. and New York are, like, ten times better yeah. than every other show in the country. No, he makes it, like, extremely special. Yes, and it's, like, a clear... He sings medicine. Yes, He has exactly. three nights. He, like, has had a special guest or something, yeah. is what she said. And it's oh, like, yeah. She, he, the he tickets did, are like, the same price. He did the Casey Musgraves duet in New York, like, when they sang Still the One. Are you serious? Oh, you mean that time? I thought you meant again. And oh no, not again! Jump no, sorry, no, no, no. The first, oh the first tour. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's like, is there another video no. I can watch? No, 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 no. Become no. obsessed. No, with... the original still the one that was yeah. in New York. Like he's singing a song that he refuses to release. Yeah. Like he, yeah, he, it's just. No, I I didn't see that TikTok. He's but treating I agree. that those venues Harry and those Ween. fans completely different. I almost understand that, but. Co- combined with the fact that he's doing this yeah i think it's annoying yeah like and i loved our show and i sobbed open mouth sobbed most of the time no no complaints but it did feel fast 
Mm-hmm. And like he did like a joke or two jokes. Like it was he didn't very have like a very long. It wasn't uh, unique at all. Like yeah. I feel like he does that like, same exact thing at other places, yeah. and then something completely like new and crazy that's orchestrated yeah. for LA and New York. Yeah, and I'm pissed off about that. No, I I I haven't thought about it that way, but I agree that that's kind of shitty. Yeah. He's, he has favorites. He yeah. plays favorites. And, and it's like, you're... not everyone can live there or, like, yeah. afford to buy tickets and travel there just yeah. to see a cool show. Like, right. that's so stupid. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, I just wanted to put that out there because <laughs> I was thinking about it the other day and I was really irritated. Okay. I also... Anyway. Before... Shocker, we're going to do a tier list about um, yeah. Taylor Swift. It's really the only Red's way of... Structuring a discussion about this. <laughs> yeah, music in general. But before we deep into deep dive into this, I feel like we should start off with the All Too Well short film. True. So for those of you who don't know, and like apparently like, I kind of assume like everyone has watched this. No. No. Every time I talk to someone, they're like, oh, I don't know. Like the song's all right. And I'm like, well, did you watch, watch the, the film? Sh- and they're like, and no, they and no I idea. won't. And I'm like, okay, right, exactly. so don't. What, what are you talking about? So for those of you who don't know, Taylor Swift has this song called All Too Well. In my opinion, it is her best song. Yeah. Probably. Even like Rolling Stone has like, mm-hmm. they did like a ranking and they're like, I saw, All Too Well is her best song. Um, someone say something about Clean being one of her best songs of all time. It was like some critic. And I was like, I listened to it and I was like, I don't really subscribe to that, but yeah. okay. Well, anyway. All Too Well was originally 10 minutes long. Yes. And then basically they were like, okay, Blondie, we love you, but mm-hmm. you can't release a 10-minute song. No one's right. going to listen to it. And right. I'm like, I respect that. And I do personally like the shorter All Too Well better than the longer All Too Well. Ooh, I don't. I like the longer one better. But I do not think a 10-minute All Too Well in 2012 would have been received well at all. No, it would. It's especially, it would. Ha- no. Yeah. It just would be. No. No, it wouldn't be what it would is. Make fun of her. Yeah. yeah. Um, basically, she took the ten-minute version, made it into a film. Right. That completely destroyed me. Right. We watched it like I don't even want. Maybe like five, six times in a row. The night yeah. it came out. Right. Live. Just. I, wow. It hurts. Yes. Because basically, you're. There's something about like listening to the lyrics but then like seeing the relationship yes. in front of you and, and also, you knowing damn well that everything happened word for word because just like that because it just has a diary because it's also relatable like once you actually are faced with it like on in that form of media it's like yeah. wait a second a lot of girls have had this conversation yes. and it's not that like it's not like we're accusing him of like doing something that's unbelievable. It's like he did very believable things that men do all the time. And then we yeah. got to see it and we were like, oh, like that definitely happened. Yeah. And <laughs> He's a dick. Like, yeah, that's basically it. He's a dick. But it wasn't like he like, I don't know. Like, like you said, it was a very relatable. Basically, there was one fight scene mm-hmm. during the film. Yes. Very, I, in my opinion, a very relatable fight scene. I agree. Like, and I'm like, sure, I don't, I mean, I personally haven't had the um, exact fight. I have but not like, had the exact one, but it's like, it's not even like what it was about. It was just what he was saying and, and doing. And like, like how like, he was. His behavior and yeah. like whatever. He, like just manipulating the conversation. Yeah. Like I've been in those conversations with people I wasn't dating. 
Exactly. That's what I was trying to leave. Yeah. Or I've been in a similar conversation with people I wasn't dating. Right. Yeah. Even people that I have dated. And, like, even Tyler. He watched it with us. And, like, <laughs> he laughed a couple times because he realized that he has said things like that before. And he, like, can recognize that it's, yeah. like, douchey. Yeah. But, like, watching it, he was, like, oh, my God. Like, and I think he'll probably never say any of that ever again because he's realizing, Good. like, he's um, learning. oh, my God. Like, he's this learning. is how all... 20-year-old men fight, and yeah. it's not good. Yeah, really. <laughs> so, unfortunately, Jake Gyllenhaal was, like, 30 when it happened, so there's really no excuse no for No excuse for it. <laughs> um, but anyway. But yeah, I showed, um, before we move on, I showed, I had a Friendsgiving over at my house last night, and I did my civic duty, sat them down, oh and put on the film. Are they, how, what level of Swifty are they? Um, not. Like, any of them? No. I don't think. Are they, Heather, are they haters? They're not haters. I know Heather listens pretty, um, not religiously, but like. Sporadically and like. Yeah. Okay. Respectable. Um, yeah. And this was after like half of them had left. Um, and all of them like couldn't get over the age difference of the actors. Yeah. And I'm like. Can I be honest with you? I had no idea Dylan O'Brien was that age. Yeah, I didn't realize he was that old. Like, it almost didn't hit as hard, the age difference casting, because I genuinely thought he was, like, 25. Yeah. How, he's 30? Flat? I 30, maybe 31. Yeah. Yeah, I was trying to explain it to one of my boy co-workers, and he was like, wait, 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 Dylan O'Brien is, like, 30? Like, I had no idea, and I'm like, in that's my, what I said. Yeah, in my head, he is in his and early 20s. And I guess 20s. maybe, like, it kind of felt like everyone else knew he was that old, but I didn't. I think probably <laughs> because when she announced... Mm-hmm. the cast people probably immediately looked up their oh, ages oh yeah that's true like i did watch teen wolf though so i'm a big fan of his and i love him and he's yeah. obviously so attractive oh he's fine he's fine as hell yeah like i enjoy the tiktoks where people are like Thirst if dylan o'brien talked to me like that and manipulated me i would be fine with it <laughs> <laughs> it's like completely just missing the point of the whole video <laughs> but i agree so. But yes, they couldn't get over the age difference. And I was like, I hate to break it to you, but it, that is quite literally the same age difference yeah. between Taylor and Jake Gyllenhaal. Get mad. Get mad. Get mad. Exactly. I know afterwards I like turned to them. I'm like, okay, girlies, how are you feeling? And they were, it, it's interesting because they were more angry. Uh-huh. Whereas. Well, it was their first time learning of it, though. Yeah. Whereas when I watched it for the first time, I cried. <laughs> I felt like. I the, the only word I can think of is shook. Yeah. Because from the moment it started, I was like, this is how I pictured the house. The house. Like, yeah. like everything when I was listening to the song. and mm-hmm. Like I was just kind of like, whoa. I, first of all, I was right. Love that. Yeah. But also like she, I don't know. I feel like she did a good job at like portraying the vibe of the song because right. the song came first and like we all already have our vibe. Our, our, our like visions and she in like our put head it into picture, it, yeah. which I feel like it's kind of hard. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, what were we saying about your friend? Oh, your friends were angry. Yeah, they were more angry were than sad. anything, and I was more sad. Yeah. But I was just kind of like shocked because I was like, "This is so good, and it's also so relatable, and like I totally think this happened, and it's also." In my opinion, that video was present day shots fired. Oh, yeah. And, like, that's the part that I, it sends me because I'm like, yeah, he already knew about the song, whatever. Everyone already hates him. But, like, dropping that with, like, new lyrics 
that are just so much more like scathing yeah like it's like so much more of a call out than the other ones were yes and it's like honestly (sighs) what i think happened with that is she started re-recording red Mm -hmm. and now that she's 30 something Mm -hmm. queen was unpacking her trauma and she was just like oh my god right Jake Gyllenhaal fucked me up. Uh-huh. I'm going to destroy him. Right. And honestly, good for you. Who cares? <laughs> like, I saw this TikTok that was basically like, what's really funny about all of this is that if Scooter Braun wouldn't have bought her masters, mm-hmm. none of this would be happening. Right. And it's just a bunch of shitty men taking each other down. Yes. And that's incredible. And she's to just me. being smarter than them. Yeah. And using their stupid choices against to, them. Like, as it's a incredible. Step. And I also saw another TikTok, which I also... So they looked up, like, the requirements for all to the, the short film being nominated for an Oscar. Oh, yes. I did and see And it that. fits all of the requirements. And I'm like, if this queen wins a fucking Oscar... Right. I feel like I can't... I can't believe that will happen. I don't think so but either. But I would love incredible. for it, too. I would... Miss Taylor Swift deserves nothing more than an EGOT. That would yes, be my dream. That and um, the architecture degree she deserves. Exactly. Like, give her what she give deserves. Give her what she earns. Yeah. All right. So it's time for us now. Wait. Should I speak on the fact that I just watched the movie the other night first? Oh, Miss Americana. I just Americana. realized that. Yeah, no, go okay. for it. So I'd never seen Miss Americana before. Yeah. For and those of you who don't I was know, it's a documentary. It. Yeah. About, about her. Her journey. I yeah. guess her, like... I mean, specifically post reputation, like the drama leading with up Kanye to West and yeah. like the post, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, yeah, I was like avoiding watching it because I always knew it existed. And then like when I became a hardcore Swifty again, mm-hmm. relatively recently, I saw it again and I was like, uh, I can't bring myself like it's just gonna make me upset, feral, and like yeah. insane. Mm-hmm. So the other night, Julie was at a work happy hour, and I was like, Ugh, I don't really know if I'm in the mood to watch a show. And then I thought of it, and I was like... Mm, it's time. <laughs> I'm by myself. I yeah. can just see what I think. And it was actually kind of sad. It's... And I didn't really know that so it would So upsetting. <laughs> yeah. I I think I teared up a little bit when I, did. I watched oh, it. Oh, I definitely did. Yeah, I didn't realize that she had spoken on an eating disorder. Mm-hmm. I did not know that at all. I mean, I, I'm sure I thought it at one point, yeah. but I didn't know that. And... It's like I just forgot how messed up the whole Kanye West yeah, situation was, was and like treated. how everyone hated her. Just like beyond yeah. that happening, it just was like a downfall for her for yeah. like kind of no reason. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then all the like the montages of all the different hosts of different shows talking shit about her like yeah she was like like a kid she was 19 like she was not even a grown adult yet right and i'm like that's actually really fucked up and then i also like felt bad because i was like i went through a time where i was like oh taylor Swift's stupid like yeah no yeah that like pick me fate where it was like me for to hate taylor swift yes and now i'm like I never participated in it actively where, like, people were tweeting about her and stuff. No, But I'm like, I definitely, like, read the tweets and thought they were funny. Yeah. And now I feel like I am a bad person. Yeah. Because she deserves better from me. Yeah. (laughs) I remember what I, what really shook me the most about the documentary was 
at the very beginning where she finds out that Reputation wasn't nominated. Oh, yeah. I'd seen that video on TikTok before. Yeah, and she just goes, like, I just need to write a better record. Yeah. And, like, you can just, like, hear the sadness uh-huh. in her voice. And, like, like I said, I think I said on the last thing, I did not like Reputation at all when it came I out. I literally only... I listened to it for the first time, like, a couple months ago. And, but now I love it. Yeah. Now it's, like... Like, pre-fearless yeah. release. And then the other one, I actually saw my TikTok for you page today about like the whole Kanye thing mm-hmm. and how she was explaining that after it happened, like the venue was so echoey and the crowd started booing oh, him. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, but yeah. she thought they were booing her. Uh-huh. And like when your whole career is to want to try to please people mm-hmm. and to hear all those boos and have them like echoing right. around you. Like, that's traumatizing. I know, right? And it's, like, it also just really disappointed me because, like, I understand that, like, they didn't know that that was going to happen. But, like, the two girls on stage, again, they probably have no, like, they're not in charge. Yeah. But they were, like, standing behind her on stage. Like, they had just presented it to her. And then, like, they watched the whole thing happen. They were standing right there. Yeah. Neither of them attempted to take, I mean, I don't know. It was a good TV. Like, they just didn't want to get in the way but then even after it happened they just like took taylor off stage and i saw that she mouthed it's fine yeah and it's like is it though nobody stood up for her no like at all and like she was a kid and there were so many adults there and i'm like that's so like no you just feel like everyone in the room is like wow look at that loser yeah and she was a fan of his which she also i guess talked about in an interview like right after Mm -hmm. yeah no and i can't i i don't remember if it was talked about in the documentary that much i didn't i watched it about a year ago so i don't remember much yeah but just the like the way the public handled the kanye situation and somehow made it that she was in the wrong Mm -hmm. and then like when he wrote that song about her oh yeah yeah like that was fucked up oh yeah i remember that and that is when i started to be on her side again because i was never against her yeah. But I definitely, like I said, went through the phase where I was like, oh, I don't like her anyway. I think... So, like, I probably believed the stuff that people said, but I never really cared. And then when that happened, I was like, now I know we as a society aren't just trusting Kim Kardashian and Kanye West. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't really know well, and what I What always shook me, and I can't remember if I talked about this on the last Taylor Swift one or not, is that I felt like people were, like, making the wrong parts of the situation a big deal so basically if i remember correctly like he called her a bitch in one of his songs and like that was the main thing yeah what i what was i was floored by was in the music video Mm -hmm. where he like oh all the people all the people in the bed and she was was naked in the bed yes all of them were wax figures like donald trump was there rihanna i think rihanna is in there i forget who else but and Bill I'm, Cosby. It was just like and I'm like bad why, taste. Why are we? Why is no one making a big deal about this? Especially right. because he's referencing the VMAs thing in which she was 19. Right. And like I, yeah. I don't know. I just felt like no one made a big enough deal about that. Right. And it always rubbed. Uh, after oh, yeah. that, Kanye's always rubbed me. I feel a like he way. is just ugh, yeah. I can't stand the guy. Like I can't stand to like hear anything from him yeah and i've always been a fan of his music and i still listen to his music but i his newer music i think is trash yeah period but like anytime he does anything or there's videos of him i'm just like he's so unlikable yeah at this point i just feel like 
him, all the other men that Taylor Swift were associated uh-huh. with, somehow she always got trampled on. Mm-hmm. And all these men were trashed to her and no yeah. one, everyone let it happen. Yeah. And I honestly feel like the Harry Styles relationship contributed to Kim's vendetta with her mm-hmm. because of Kendall. Because oh. Kendall has like made like Instagram captions that are like clearly making fun of Taylor Swift. Yeah. Like after, I think after she was broken up with him or yeah. something. So I don't think they ever were friendly at all. No. And then I think it was just like a whole family thing. And like, to be fair, it's very hard to go up against the Kardashians. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. they kind of get what they want probably in terms of like the public perception yeah. will go in their favor most of the time. Or at least that's what they work really hard to do. But I don't yeah. know. Anyways. Anyway. Yeah. It was a good documentary, but also sad. But also I love a good comeback story. And it ended with like her being on top again, basically. Yeah. And now look at her. Exactly. Like- <laughs> oh, wait. Okay. Also, I saw this TikTok. And it was this music critic talking about how this, I think it was like a label owner or a producer or something commented on the fact that Taylor announced that she was going to re-record all her albums, Mm -hmm. all those however long ago that was. And everyone, all men, obviously, told her that was a terrible idea and that it's never going to be successful because no one's ever done that. There's no example of it. And, like, you should never tell fans to not listen to what they love. Like, Yeah. And then I I remember seeing that the people who owned her music thought she was bluffing. Yes. And now she's and now look at her. quite literally probably going to become a billionaire. She probably already is a billionaire. Um, she, uh, I'm Googling I that. want so badly. I think Grammy nominations come out soon. Yeah. If Fearless or Red, Taylor's version, get nominated for a Grammy, I will go feral. Yes. Especially if Red does, because Fearless already won album of mm-hmm. the year. Mm-hmm. Red did not. Album of the year. You mean the year it came out? Yeah. The year okay. It came out. I was yeah. like, no. now? <laughs> no, the original one. One yeah. album of the year, Red did not. I would sell my soul for Red to get the Grammy it deserves. I yes. really would. I would do. So I hope the Academy, is that what they're called or is that the Oscars? I don't um, remember. I think that's, well, that's the Academy Awards. I don't know. I think that's different. Um, but whoever, the council. I hope they, stupid I people. hope they are smart and right. nominate. I'll nominate both of them, honestly. Right. And wait. Because she went for folklore. Yeah, I think so. Evermore's still in the running. Oh, my God. <laughs> At <laughs> this point, album. it's like we've forgotten about that one. And it's like, how do you compare them? Album of the year, all of the nominees are just different Taylor Swift yes, albums. Literally. Um, <laughs> also, her net worth is $365 million. Good for her. But I also did see that, like, if she keeps going at the rate she's going, she will probably be a billionaire. Yeah. And I'm like... She's got to be raking it in. Oh, yeah. Just like this. Oh, my God. She deserves it. Yeah. Oh, did you see iHeartRadio said that they were taking off yes. original songs? And they're only playing uh, Taylor's version. Mm-hmm. You have to think that, like, Spotify and Apple Music have contracts with people about yeah, that. Yeah, probably. But I would that hope would be iconic that if, if they, they don't off, and if it ends, that they take it off. Yeah, <laughs> Because I, I think agree. that'd be great. That would be hilarious. All right, so let's get into this tier list. Anyway, yeah, how long has it been? Probably too long. Probably Maybe an hour. like 30 minutes. Okay, It's good. actually not that bad. I'm going, like I said before, Red is probably my favorite album, if you had to make me choose. Right. 
doing this, with the, I'm going to try so hard to have a critical eye. Mm-hmm. Everything in me is going to want to put the majorities of these songs in S. Yeah, I know. Um, I so know. this will be very hard for me. I feel we'll like not many of them will go below B. Yeah, I agree. But um, yeah, like I said, I am not the biggest fan of Red. Like, or I mm-hmm. wasn't yeah. the original one. I just like never really liked it. And yeah. I really tried too. Mm-hmm. But I like a lot more songs this version this time around better that i just didn't yeah i just and, didn't and appreciate her them. vault songs oh, this yeah. time are so much better than the fearless vault songs this mm-hmm. is the fearless vault songs you can listen to them and be like okay i understand why she didn't put this on the album yeah because like, they were okay <laughs> yeah all i'd say the majority of these vault mm-hmm. songs are hits hits yeah for me at least so all right yeah let's start off with the first one we've got state of grace I love State of Grace. I love State of Grace. Like, is it S? I want to put it in S. I'm, like, thinking about it in my head. Like, li- like I'm, like, to listening to ones? it in my head and, like, trying to feel, like, how do I feel when that plays? I go absolutely feral to State yeah. of Grace in the car. It is S. That one part where she goes, uh, you were never a saint and I mm-hmm. loved in shades of wrong. Mm-hmm. We learned to live through the pain, mosaic broken hearts. I <laughs> lose it. Yeah. <laughs> and um twin fire signs four blue eyes mm-hmm. like oh it's like that's poetic oh yeah i love it i can it can go in s because okay, it's cool. it's ranking the songs mm-hmm. on this album against each other i'm not saying this song is s compared with every song in the world probably yeah. maybe would be but yeah anyway and the, what i always like because state of grace is about this like passionate love mm-hmm. and like the whole shebang. Like, this album is all about one person. Right. State of Grace and All Too Well is written about the same man. Right. And that's the reason I have trust issues. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Yes. Like, I agree. But, yeah. Next up is Red. I love Red. I love... <laughs> Aaron! <laughs> <laughs> but I also always have loved that one. Like I've always loved Red too. That that's always been a long time favorite yeah, of mine. Same. I just love like the color metaphors. Yeah, and it's so catchy. Like yeah, I always think about songs that are just inherently catchy when I play them, and Tyler knows the words. Yeah, and it's like a Taylor Swift. Like he just wouldn't otherwise. Yeah, he doesn't know the words to like most of them. I think it's A or S. Okay. Tell me your thoughts while I get a glass of apple cider. Okay, go for it. (laughs) So basically, like I said, in my heart, I want to put it in S. That is like, like, but I understand that we need to have a little bit of critical eye here. Yeah. But I'm still trying to determine if it's still worth an S rating. Yeah. Because my thing with the red, first of all, I am a slut for a good upbeat. Yes. um, Breakup song. And... Just the, like, drive, like driving full speed down the highway, screaming, um, moving on from him is impossible when I still see it on my head burning red. Yeah. And then also knowing now that Lovers come out where she directly shades Jake Gyllenhaal <laughs> in another song and goes, I used to think love was burning red, but it's golden. Right. Although I, I still like the whole... Love is red imagery, I think. I do, More too. than golden. Yes, but because it's also passionate. Yeah, I don't know. Like, <laughs> It's a lot of things, Taylor. It's a, but I think 
it's a lot of colors. No, even like the first line. Loving him is like driving a Maser- new Maserati down a dead end street. It's like, that's brutal. That's a brutal thing that to say. hurts. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's going in S. Okay, cool. Anyway, bye. Ow, sorry. I just knocked the table. Um, okay, next up is Treacherous. I love Treacherous. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's A, if I'm being honest. Okay, I also love Treacherous. I'm fine with it being A. It's like more of a sexy song than I ever realized before. Oh, yeah. Like, I was listening to it. I don't even really think I listened to it much on the original Red album. I just kind of overlooked it. I don't remember what I said about it last time we covered this. Um, But um, it's like an everyday listen for me. And when she says... um, I'll do anything you say as long as you say, say it, with it with your, your hands. hands. It's like, okay, um, okay, Miss Swift. Okay. Um, I. That's like a gateway drug to rep- the reputation. It album. really is. Like, it, she it, was it testing the waters. With we that really line. should have foreshadowed uh, what the reputation album was going to be like with this song. Um, yeah. I also originally liked Treacherous a lot. Um, personally, I'm a big fan of the bridge. Um, it's the two headlights shine through the sleepless night. I'll get you, get you alone. Your name has echoed through my mind. And I just think you should think you should know that nothing safe is worth the drive. And I would follow you, follow you home. Oh yeah. That. It's an intense song. It's so intense. And she's 20 at this point. Mm -hmm. No, maybe 21. Mm -hmm. I was writing a paper, a poorly, poorly written paper um, with a three control th- uh, thesis statement, three body paragraphs, closing paragraph, and she was out here writing this. Like, it's <laughs> incredible. Just be like the amount of passion that comes through her lyrics. Oh yeah. Like, and even in the documentary, she was like, "My niche thing that artists have is my storytelling, and I would be literally nothing without it." And yeah. I was like, "That's her schmick." Yeah. Um, but I agree. I'm okay with putting this in A. Okay. Next up is I Knew You Were Trouble. Um, this song annoys me, but I like it. I'm... Like, it could be B. I'm fine with putting it in B. I have a soft spot for it just mm-hmm. because, like I said, I love a good catchy song. Mm-hmm. It's allegedly um, about Harry. No, it's not. Mm. No, it's about... It's about Jake. Okay. It's the... Um, Oh, no. Or was it about John? I feel like I saw a TikTok that's about said it's about Harry. And not that I believe every TikTok I see, but, like, I didn't know prior. So, so I just assumed that was right. People thought We Are Never Getting Back Together was about Harry. Because when she did the VMAs, oh, she did, it did in the British, British accent. accent. Yeah. But the way the timing worked out when she wrote this song, she had, didn't even meet Harry yet. Okay. So She's probably just, like, shading him in general. Yeah. I think she released this album before she started Dating, dating Harry. Him. Okay. So, it's most likely not about Harry. Um, but yeah, no, I just, I'm, I think just because it was like a radio single and was a pretty big hit, like I have a soft spot for I Knew You Were Trouble. Yeah. Um, so, but I'm good with putting it in B. Okay. Next up is All Too Well. I'm just going to move it into S. Right. But we can still have the conversation. As we said before, All mm-hmm. Too Well is the greatest song yes. Miss Swift has ever written. And it's kind of... In the best way, like, it's almost her most popular song because mm-hmm. it's, like, the song that there's always something to talk about. Yeah. Like, everyone's always discussing the story behind it. Yes. And it's, like, I don't know. I feel like it, that has made her not more famous, but, like, yeah. 
the song is more famous than it ever was before. I think it's a good time for me to elaborate. So like I said before, I personally like the original all too well better than the 10 minute version. Just because the musicality. Oh, the way that it was produced is different. Is different. They like, changed it. So the 10 minute version is really flat mm-hmm. and like. I get that because when it's a 10 minute song and it's all, it's so heavily based on the lyrics. Like I get why it's flat. I get the why they produced it that way. Mm -hmm. But what has always been my soft spot about All Too Well is the way that she musically kind of builds up the tension. Mm -hmm. Like the way that she has certain instruments playing they kind of, like it starts off really quiet. It starts off really like as she's like detailing about like the great things of the relationship, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And, and the all this tension is building, and it builds and builds and builds, and then you get hit with the maybe we got lost in translation bridge, mm-hmm. and then it kind of like slows back down again, and then it starts building again when you realize that he kept the scarf. Yeah, and then I always appreciated how. The entire song, she's going like, I remember it. Mm-hmm, I remember mm-hmm. this. I remember that. But when she switches to the scarf. She says you. She switches it. She's mm-hmm. like, you remember this. You remember this. Like, You're don't fuck with me. Right You're now. thinking about me right now. And I feel like just because of the way the 10 minute version is structured, you don't get that same No, it's not sensation. the same. It's almost like, like it's good all the way through. But it's like, she almost couldn't do that with the 10-minute one because there were so many... There's so many words. There's so many like, lyrics. Yeah, and there yeah. were so many, like, breaks where the new words came in where, like, the yeah. tension just was already built because right. we were, like, waiting for them. Right. I don't know. So I like them both. But I agree. This is S, the, this one. Yes. Next up is 22. Okay. I'm also fine putting this in B. Yeah, same. Um, it kind of... I don't... I remember liking it when it came out, and then everyone overplayed it when yeah. they turned 22, and I was like, okay, I'm already tired of hearing this. Yeah, I, I kind of agree. Um, it's very catchy, and I like um, I like the lyrics and like I like mm-hmm. the funness of it, um, but it kind of, I got tired of it, yeah. and I thought that maybe with Taylor's version, it would kind of reinvigorate it a little bit, but I'm like... Mm-hmm. So we're going B? B. Okay. I don't think it deserves a C. No. It's not its fault that either. I'm tired There's of it. There's also so many songs on this, you know? Yeah. Um, next up is I Almost Do. This one okay. destroys me. I didn't like it. Well, I didn't. That's not true. I liked it a lot less when I first heard it, mm-hmm. and then I like it now better. Okay. Like, on both Taylor's version listens. I don't think I ever listened to it on Red. So, I loved it on Red. Mm-hmm. I loved Taylor's version. I was kind of... I was like, okay, like... What songs am I going to cry to when I'm listening to this the first time through? Right. I Almost Do was one of those songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really like it now. Just, I think when I, I was just overwhelmed by all the songs I already liked. Yeah. And all the new songs that I just kind of overlooked it and was like, eh, whatever. But then I listened to it the other day, and I was like, ooh. Because I feel like it's... It's well-written. It's a pretty, also, universal experience. Yeah. Like, there's always going to be that person that, like... You should not call, but you would like to call. Exactly. And then you sit there and you think about it. Right. And then you're wondering if they are also thinking the same way. Right. You're wondering... 
if they're sitting in their chair by the window looking out at the city. Right. And thinking about you. And that's why it destroys me. Yes. So, what's your initial ranking? I want to say... I could put it in B because I can feel all those ways about it, but it's not... I just feel like it's not high ranking to me. So I was going to put it in A. <laughs> I'm okay with A. It can go in A. Okay. We I was also, just trying can... to look at it with the critical eye and being like, okay, but comparatively, is it one of my favorites on the album now? That was one of my favorites. T. In her dreams, he's touching her face, Aaron. And asking her if she wants to try again with him. And she almost does. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I even caught that lyric. Okay. Okay. Next. Next up is We Are Never Getting Back Together. I'm fine putting this in B. I agree. It's like, it's so good and catchy, but it's like not, it's not that good of a song. No. Um, the, the iconic, so he calls me up. He's like, I still love you. Yeah. That's always going to hit. Mm-hmm. I like the new Weaves. Yeah. The Taylor's version. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I remember listening to it and being like, like I said out loud to Tyler, this is different. She's yeah. saying that different. Yeah. It's the, she did it differently. And I like this new version a lot more. I do too. Um, Okay. Next up is... Okay. Aaron despises this song. Negative Z. I I don't... (laughs) The next song is Stay, Stay, Stay. I hate it. I hate it. And I actually have no idea what I said about it. Or even if I mentioned that I listened to it last time. But I hate it. And every time I see a TikTok, I skip it. It's just so... I don't know. The, the way we had this conversation already, and I said, it's, it's too bubblegummy for you, yes, right? Like it's, it's too, like too happy. Do you not like, like pa- paper rings? I do like paper rings, funny enough, a lot. But I do kind of feel like those are similar. Similar. But no, I, it's not so much the bubblegumness. It's more like I think the lyrics are stupid. <laughs> like, like <laughs> they make me roll my eyes. <laughs> Okay, so and then just like I listen to it, and I'm like, oh my god. I okay, don't hear this. I personally, I don't love "Stay, Stay, Stay." I like it. I think I'd probably put it in like B, but can I put it in C? Yeah, you can put it in C. I was okay. gonna say like this is a collaborative. I feel list. too strongly about it. Yeah, no, it's fine. Okay, and it's just funny because like everyone was like, oh my god, I'm not broken up with yeah. for red. Okay. So at least I get stay, stay, stay. And I was like, oh, me neither. Let me go listen to it. And then I was like, are you serious? This is this what is I a, get as an in-love person? This is my, I have a quick tangent. <laughs> yes. What really bothered me about the lead up to Red Taylor's version is all these bitches on TikTok. <laughs> like, wow, it really sucks that I'm in a stable and loving right, relationship. Right. Why do you even need to say that? And I'm just like, okay. First of all, no, it doesn't suck that you're in a, like, <laughs> literally. let the heartbroken girlies have their moment. Right. Like, oh, right. I'm sorry you can't relate to all too well right now. I wish I couldn't. <laughs> like, it's not like we want right. to be brokenhearted. Also, like, it it doesn't delete your ability to understand. Would it no, hit, would it, it hit doesn't different? delete your empathy. Yeah, it would <laughs> hit different. But it's like, I, I thought the same thing when I saw those, and I was like, that's a stupid thing. Like, it's pick me. It's pick me. Stop. How do I make it about me when it's about what the exactly. songs are about? So stupid. I was getting so mad. 
Yeah. Anyway, okay. that was the one song that really is like happy and in love, and I right don't like it. So. <laughs> oh well. As the one in a stable and loving relationship. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I liked all the sad ones. I could still enjoy them. Yeah. Okay. Next up is the last time featuring I like this Gary one. Lightbody. I like it a lot. Who is that guy again? Um, he's band? from Snow Patrol. Yes. Okay. I did. I heard that, and then I forgot. So I've never. I think it's okay. Yeah, it's not a favorite. It could go and be. Okay, I, but personally, I'll sometimes skip it. Yeah, same. But I like it. Like, yeah. it's a solid song, and I usually don't skip it. Yeah. Okay. Next up is Holy Ground. I mm. love Holy Ground. Yeah. It's going to have to be an A or S. Um. I feel like it has very, it's just it's, a good story. It's a bore. I, like, I think S, but, like, it's on the teetering. My, I feel like it is. My thing with Holy Ground, first of all, like I said before, love a bop I can dance to. Right. Um, Spinning like a girl in a brand new dress. That lyric has had a chokehold on me since the original Red mm-hmm. came out. Um, And it's just, like, like I said, a nice story about, like, listen, like, this didn't, like, this didn't work out the way we wanted it to, but, like... We're cool. Right. Because this one's, this is about Joe Jonas. <laughs> How do we know that? There's a, there's a reason why we know it's about Joe Jonas. I don't know off the top of my head. I like that it is. I want to believe that. And it the bridge, the tonight I want to dance for all we've been through, but I don't want to dance if I'm not dancing with you. Mm-hmm. Again, another chokehold. Right. I, again, the sad dance bop. Really just has, it's one of my favorite songs. This album actually gives you a lot of songs that you can do like the white girl dance to where your arms are up in the air and you're just like. Yeah, exactly. When I was at my Taylor Swift night, the song came on and I did the like, I did do the. And I think um, the very first night and um, what's the other one called? Message in a Bottle. The new one, Message in a Bottle gave me those vibes too. Yes, I agree. Okay. Okay, next up is Sad, Beautiful, Tragic. It could go B or C for me. I think it's a good song, but like I kind of don't like when it's playing in the car. I kind of don't listen to what she's saying at all. So I have to be in a specific mood for "Sad, Beautiful, Tragic." Okay. Like if I'm driving, usually I'll skip it, but if I'm wallowing, it's perfect. Mm -hmm. Um, just because it is so slow and depressing. I just don't think it's hit for me at all. Um, I the verses don't usually hit for me. But I like the the Brit, Miss Taylor Swift with a bridge, the distance, timing, breakdown, fighting, silence, the train runs off its tracks. Hmm. That part, I like that part a lot. Yeah. Um, I'm cool with it and B. Okay, that works. Um, is the next one the lucky the one? The next one's the lucky one. That's one of my favorite ones. I like the lucky one. I think it goes a lot. in A. I'm good with it going okay. in A. It's it's so unique mm-hmm. like i remember when it came out when the original album came out and listening to it and basically the lucky one is basically about how like you come you go to hollywood yes and you want to be this big star and you want to like have the fame and, mm-hmm. and then it ends up not being all it's hyped up to be but i will say i have suspicions that she was inspired by Britney Spears' song, Lucky. Because it's about the same exact thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, isn't she lucky? Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. But, like, the whole entire music video, she's sad. Yeah. But 
I think this is a better song than that. Like, that song's iconic, but this is elevated. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I enjoy it. A? A. Okay. Everything has changed. I love this song. <laughs> I loved it since the original came out. It had a chokehold on me. Miss Taylor Swift and Ed Sheeran, two singer-songwriter legends, wrote this beautiful love song, and I have been obsessed with it ever since. I do like it. I wish that there were more lyrics in it that were different. No, they I, say it's the very words. Repetitive. Everything has changed, and I want to get to know you better. Yeah, too many times. To where I'm like, can you say something else no, to break I, this up? No, I understand that it is That's really my only, repetitive. my only criticism of it. Otherwise, I let it play and I like it. But yeah. sometimes I have to, I change it like halfway through because I'm like, all right, stop. Yeah, I will say like the verses are a lot better than the chorus. Yeah. Like, but, um. Okay, Starlight. We, we didn't pick a category for oh, it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I just, I just Did, shat on it instead. Where do you um, want to put it? I would put it in, I would be fine with B, but I feel like you're not fine with B. I would have probably put it in the A. I can live with that. Okay. I like Starlight. I like Starlight a lot. It's an A. I, I like how Missy, Miss Blondie here, she has this like fascination for the Kennedy fam- family, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Writes a whole song about it. And she goes, you know what? I guess I could just date a Kennedy. Yes. I think somebody like the grandma like reached out to her about it or something. It was the grandma that she had a specific fascination with. Yeah, that's what who the song's about. Yes, and it's I think about she the grandmother Kennedy like wanted to meet her or something, and then and then that's how she met Connor. I think. Yeah, that's what I heard. That's what I heard too. I yeah, I always like, I liked the vibes of this song a lot, mm-hmm. and just like the imagery of kind of this like, um, like it starts off, you know, Barbie on the boardwalk, summer forty-five, like this old school, like mm-hmm. on a boat. Like, and it's kind of like gives you wedding crashers vibes. Wedding for some crashers reason. vibes, and also like kind of this like optimistic, like mm-hmm. I think the language is like we could get married, have ten kids, and teach them how to dream. Like realistic, no, but it's that like mm-hmm. first fleeting optimism of a relationship kind of thing. Yes. That's kind of like old school. Yeah, yeah. I like that one. That's a good one. All right. Next up is Begin Again. I like this one too, but I don't like it that much. It doesn't have me in a chokehold at all. Um, like where you want to put it? I feel like B. How many things are in A? <laughs> there are five things in A and five things in B. <sighs> I'm trying to think, like, the other ones I'm going to say. Like, there's still so many more that I would want to put in A that I'm like, oh. I, I think I'm fine with putting it in B. Okay. Um, I think it's one of, a, like, the favorites of everyone. Yeah, just because it's that, like, optimistic, like, yeah. post-destruction, Drake Gyllenhaal destruction. Like, you know. And, she, you know, she's going into this I have new relationship. Hope again or whatever. I I'm wearing high heels now because I'm not dating a short king. Right. Like, he used to make fun of me all the time. (laughs) Right. And then she rolls up to the state, expects to be, like, belittled, and, like, he's not not a dick. And she's like, holy shit, you know? And she's just that optimism of a new relationship. Yes. Next up is The Moment I Knew. I like this one. Um, I like this one. I think it would have been... 
if it was, it would have made the original cut. So this was like a deluxe song. Mm-hmm. It would have been more popular just because not a lot of people know this one. I yeah. I the don't think I did before of her recounting her twenty first birthday party in this manner. Yeah. Just really got me because for those of you who don't know, one of the reasons Jake Gyllenhaal is a monster who doesn't deserve happiness is that he told Taylor that he was going to go to her 21st birthday party, mm-hmm. as you should mm-hmm. if you're dating a girl. You might, I don't know, want to be there for a big milestone in her life. Right. Just just a concept. I don't know. Maybe. Yes. He did not show up. And she wrote this really upsetting song about it, about how basically this was the moment that she knew this wasn't going to work. Mm-hmm. And what always, the first time I listened to this song... What really got me about it is that the whole song, she doesn't mention it's her birthday. Oh, yeah. She's just like, I'm at a party. He said he'd be here, mm-hmm. and he's not, and I'm sad and about it. And you find it. out at the end. And at the very end, you said, and they're all gathered around me singing happy birthday to you, and you realize that it's her 21st birthday, mm-hmm. and you want to throw yourself off a building. Yes. It just hits so much harder. I feel like it's an A. I agree. Um, we're in <laughs> trouble. We're in trouble here. We're in- the rest of this. Yeah. <laughs> Next- Come back, be here as us. Yes. I'm glad that, w- <laughs> I, I'm glad that you have a new appreciation. I've always loved Come Back, yeah. Be Here. I liked that one on the original. I, I, again, don't remember what I said about it. Yeah. But I listened to the original prior to this dropping to, yeah. like, prepare, prepare myself. And I was like, wait, this song is so good. It's so good. It slaps. Uh, the amount of times I have screamed "Come back, be here" in the car mm-hmm. is uncanny, and deserves all the awards and accolades. Yeah, I agree. It's a great song. No notes. No notes. Girl at home. Okay, I did not like the original, but me too. I did not either, and I liked what she did with it. This she time. made it more of like a club remix, but I think it's still B. I think it's still B. Um, it just geeks me though that are you are aware that "Girl at Home" is about Zac Efron? Yes. And so the girl at home is Vanessa Hudgens, mm-hmm. and that just, that just geeks me, man. Right. <laughs> it's just funny because no one probably realized that in 2012. No. But now they do, and now it's, like, Don't so incredibly funny. irrelevant. Yeah. Like, sorry to call Zac Efron and Vanessa Hudgens irrelevant, but they are. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. Okay. Okay. Next up is Static Grace acoustic version, Taylor's version. Okay. I'm a better fan of the original. I am too. But sometimes if I'm in like a mood, I'll listen to the acoustic version. If I shuffle the album and that one comes on, I let let it play. But I don't usually choose it if I want to hear it. Yeah, I'll go for the original. Yeah. Um, Where do you want to put it? (sighs) B. I'm cool with that. Because of that. Okay, I hate to be a bitch. I really do. Next up is Ronan. I don't. I it's a good song and I kind of almost wish it wasn't because it's I like I don't want to hear it but I skip it because I don't want to listen to it not because it's not good basically for those of you who <laughs> don't know Ronan is a song that Taylor Swift wrote as like a charity like release mm-hmm. like all the money went towards cancer research because basically there's this little boy named Ronan and he died from cancer when he was four mm-hmm. and his mom wrote the lyrics and Taylor Swift turned it into a song mm-hmm I skip it every time. Yeah, I'm I do sorry. Too. I listen to it once, maybe twice. I want. I listen to it when I listen to this whole album all the way through, and then I, I skip it every time. Yeah, now. it's a good song, so, but like I'm just not gonna listen. Did to I that. tell you, um, my friend, who just became an aunt, mm-hmm. her the nephew is named Ronan. 
No, I didn't know That's that. what they named him. And I was like, oh my God, that's amazing. Like, of course, it's a Red Taylor's version song. And, Relate, then, you'll, like, and then you'll listen to the yeah, song. Yeah, and then Cheryl was like, don't listen to it, though. And Maddie was like, I love that song. <laughs> um, okay. Very cool. If you love it, you love it. But, okay. like, it makes me sad. Yeah. Do we want to put it in do? Yeah, just for the sad factor. Yeah. Rip, Little Boy, obviously. Yes. And great song for that entire family to get to sob to. I'm right. Sure. But but not us. Not for me. No, thank you. Okay. This next one, this is what I have been waiting my entire life for. Yes. When she announced that she was re-recording Red, I prayed. I said, dear God, if you love me at all, mm-hmm. please, 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 please make Taylor Swift re-record Better Man and release it mm-hmm. as a vault track. And when she announced that track list and I saw Better Man on there, I cried. I cried like a baby. I love this song. I, I loved too. this song when Little Big Town released yes, it. Yes, me too. It was a like a pretty often listen for me it when I was in Grammy. high school. Yeah, I remember. And I remember listening to it in a toxic way with my ex-boyfriend where I would play it and be like, I hope he hears the lyrics. I and realizes he's that he's being I hope bad. He realizes <laughs> that I wish he was a better man. Yeah, or a man at all. Right. And yeah, it hit back then and it hits now. Yeah. That's all I have it to hits, say. It's, it's us. It hits so hard now. Because, you know, like, like I said, it's, what I like about, one of the things I love about Taylor Swift is that she somehow makes all of her songs relatable. Not all of them, most of them. Mm-hmm. And, like, Better Man is relatable in the sense that, like, you can look back on previous relationships like, if you only didn't suck, right. like, we could have been great. Right. Like, we been you great. were very fun, and we had chemistry, and we had this, that, and the other, but you but, could, were like, not good at I wish, I wish you were a better man. Mm-hmm. And, like, the oh, at the very end, like, where she's like, she just keeps repeating, you would have been the one if you were a better man. Mm-hmm. Heartbreaking. Oh, yeah. So, anyways, I, no notes, S tier, without a question. Yes. Thank you, God. Thank you, Taylor Swift. It's all I needed and more. Um... <laughs> Next so <laughs> I have an I have an S for us. It's nothing new featuring Phoebe Bridgers. I, featuring me crying. Sorry. When I saw this on the track list, I was not expecting what we got. I was only because I listened to Phoebe Bridgers a lot and I knew it had to be sad. I knew it was gonna be sad, but I thought yes. it was going to be like a sad breakup song and right. I was prepared not for that. Not a sad life song. I wasn't re- prepared for an entire song about being in that stage of life where you are in, you are approaching adulthood right. and you feel shitty about yourself and you're kind of just wondering, like, as I grow older and I have all of these shitty qualities, mm-hmm. are people still going to like me? Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, Taylor, I did not need this today. <laughs> no. It hurt. It hit way too close to home yeah. for me personally. Yeah. And, and it's a universal experience. World, um, the amount of TikToks I've seen on this song um, is astronomical, and that's what yes. it deserves. It made me cry. I, yeah, I cried. That uh, Phoebe's first part where she goes, how long will it be cute crying mm-hmm. alone in my room when you can't that's blame it That's when I on, started crying. When you can't blame when it I on heard my it. <laughs> I was just like, oh my god. Yeah. I The night that this dropped, Tyler and I stayed up till midnight, and I was like, okay, let's just listen to like our favorites yeah and like maybe a new one just to like get a gist and then we can go to bed and i played this one and i'm laying there and i'm like listening to it but it's not hitting quite yet and then phoebe goes in with that line 
And I just look at him with like wide eyes and I was like, this makes me sad. And then as I said the word sad, I started crying <laughs> and he just looked at me like, oh my God. Because he's not relating to this. Yeah. He's a man. This is a girl problem. This is a girl problem. This is a this, song for this only women. What's the TikTok song? This is for girls only. only. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And I, I've listened to it every single day since because it's like, wow. Wow. To fe- For someone to put it in those exact words mm-hmm. where you feel so incredibly understood and then realize that everyone else agrees. Yeah. You're like, okay, cool. So I don't feel crazy. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. So is us. Yes. Yeah. Next up is Babe. I love this song. <laughs> I really like Babe. Not as much as Better Man. I always, no. like, in my head, I'm like, okay, here are some country hits that Taylor Swift yeah. sold away. I like that one a lot. I think it's A. I'm cool with putting it in A. It's really catchy. Yes. <sighs> message in a Bottle. I fuck with Message in a Bottle. It's great. I, when I heard Message in a Bottle for the first time, I was sitting there like, why the fuck didn't she, well, I, I think what happened is she probably wanted to save this for 1989 because mm-hmm. it was very pop. Mm-hmm. And then it got scrapped from 1989. I am obsessed with this song mm-hmm. because it's the the dance pop. Like you could play this at a club yes. and everyone will dance along with it. But if you listen to the lyrics, mm-hmm. the it's lyrics also, also hit home because it's about like, okay, like I'm standing here. With all my feelings for you. Mm-hmm. And, like, I can't really do anything about it. Right. Except, like, hope that you get the hint. Right. I feel like a lot of times pop music can suck because it's, like, they're saying a, a whole bunch of nothing. Yeah, they're saying like, a whole bunch of nonsense. And it's stupid and not, like, it's just nothing about it that's, yeah. like, intellectual or, like, relatable. It's just kind of, like, this sounds good. Yeah. And it's catchy. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I agree with that. Where do you want to put it? I want to put it in S. I agree. Cool. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I bet you think of me. I love it, but I don't love it. Like, I love the rest of them. I love it. I don't... I would agree that it's maybe in the middle of the vault track hierarchy. Mm-hmm. Um, when I... First of all, I love Chris Stapleton. Right. Incredible choice. Yes. And I also said that I think song. it's a flex that he was singing back up the whole time. Yes. Because that, that man is known for his vocals and you would expect him to be belting and for his feature to like make a big difference on the song. Yeah. And it didn't. What I really like about um, I Bet You Think About Me is that it, it, it reminds me a lot of Tim McGraw because it's kind mm-hmm. of like the same concept of like, you know what? Like, I hope that like now... Now that we're not together anymore, like, you look back on it. And Tim McGraw is, I hope you look back on it fondly. Mm -hmm. I bet you think of me is spiteful. I bet you think of me is, I bet, even though you have your incredible new life without me, Mm -hmm. that you see, like, like in the music video, a color red and be like, fuck. Yeah, exactly. What's that one line that's like, does it make you so sad that the love that you're looking for is the love that you had? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She slapped him across the face. Yes. It and it's like... is incredible. I think this contributes to Taylor Swift's bad reputation in terms of, like, dating. Mm-hmm. Because, like, do I love it? And does every single girl hope that someone, everyone that they've been with, thinks about them for the rest of their lives? Yes. Yes. Do I feel like it comes off as, like, a weird obsession for people to, like, always think about her? 
Yes. Maybe. Like, that is the... Like, I can understand why people who don't yeah. appreciate her music take that and run with it. Because take it's it, like, yeah. okay, yeah. Like, if you don't find her to be likable and, like, you don't really get it... Yeah. Then you could... People use that against her. Yeah, I know. I just... Like I said, I think it's spiteful to the point where it's almost funny. Oh, yeah. And, like, the jokes that she makes about, like, the organic shoes mm-hmm. and the million-dollar couch and, like, all of that, like... Right. I appreciate it. But I'm cool with putting it in A, question mark? I like A. Okay. That's fine. Um, Forever Winter. I actually really like this one. But I think it's B. I... It's like I give it a solid listen and I enjoy it the whole way through and I'm like, oh, this is a great song. I, but it's not like... I'll probably forget to listen to it most of the time. Honestly, I skip it usually. Okay. Um, It's kind of in the same boat as ronin with me like okay. not as i wouldn't put it slow i probably would put it in c personally oh this is this other sad one i forget that that's what it's about yeah it's basically about like either cory monteith or her friend from high school dying. overdosing and dying yeah. and about how she didn't know if that he was struggling and mm-hmm. if she would have known she would have like been there for him and right. like I just think it's too depressing for me personally. Yes. Um, so I usually skip it. I'm okay with putting it in B, though. Yeah. Um, but I personally would put it in C. Okay. I'm fine with it in C, honestly. Okay. Like, I just enjoy it, but, like, ranked yeah. next to the other ones in B? No. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. The very first night. Oh, I have run next. Oh, same. Is it out of order? No, no, no. I just read it wrong. Okay. This is the second Ed Sheeran feature Darn that it. didn't make the original cut. I like this one, too. I like it a lot. I'm I don't like it as much as everything has changed, and that's why. Bless you. Thank I'm you. glad she chose everything has changed over Run in the original. In the original. Yeah. But I like Run a lot. I think I could go in B or A. I'm happy with A. Okay. Just like again, the universal like, let's run away, leave this town, just the two of us. The precursor to um the lakes. Yeah. Exactly. Like, you can't not love it. Right. Okay, now it's the very first night, which yes. I don't know if it's S, but I, I love it. I'm I good with a. putting it in A. Okay. Um, again, a very fun dance pop one. And it's like, uh, I don't know. It's so I catchy. think it's literally neck and neck with Message in a Bottle, almost, in terms of when I want to hear an upbeat song. Like, I listen to both of them every time. Um, I... I think I like Message in a Bottle slightly more just because it's a little bit more... Like, mm-hmm. the very first night is just, like, toned down a little bit. Yes. Um, but, again, like, the... It's just so Like, that catchy. one will play in a club and this one won't. But right. I'd be happy if they both did. I agree. Um, okay. And then the kicker. All too well 10-minute version. I think it's also S. Yes, I agree. Not a question. Okay, that great. song is will how will hold a special place in my heart mm-hmm. pretty much forever. I think. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The like we said before, the ten minute vi- version is just so the the it's verses just... that she added were just as good as the other ones. Mm-hmm. I think they're better than the other ones in some comparisons, like the some ones are. Like, the beginning, middle, end. So, like, the the fuck the patriarchy one, I could have lived without. Yeah, I don't think... I think that one was more for shock value Yeah, like, oh, Taylor Swift said fuck, you know? Like, yeah. Um, the, the new verses that absolutely 
destroyed me mm-hmm. like to the point where yes i was gonna say we should share share our, our most thoughts. share our most devastating all too well ver- lyrics um my most devastating new ones were i was thinking on the ride down anytime now he's going to say it's love mm-hmm. you never called it what it was right ouch right ow <laughs> Taylor, Jesus Christ. When uh-huh. I heard that for the first time, I'm I remember like covering my mouth. I'm yeah. just like, oh, that one that was mean. Yes. That was mean. Taylor. I forget what I said. My oh, oh. Um The idea you had of me, who was she? Mm-hmm. A never needy, ever, ever lovely, lovely jewel. jewel. Mm-hmm. whose shine reflects on you it's like that whole line yep. it's like oh my god you just said so much yeah and it's like um yes my other new one i could i could honestly go on and on about this song for maybe like an hour yeah i the you kept me like a secret but i kept you like an oath yeah that's a pretty I think that universal for a lot hit, of people yeah for a lot of people um and I think there's one more new one that really hit different, and I just can't. The age difference one. I mean, yeah, but that didn't, like, hurt me. I was just like, oh, oh yeah. fuck you, Jake Gyllenhaal. I'm trying to think of the ones um, that hit too close to home. Oh, did the twin flame Oh, yes. Bruise, did the twin flame blue. bruise paint you blue just between us? Did the love affair maim you too? Yeah. Queen. And then. And I just like the part that she says just between us because, like, it insinuates that it would be a secret yes. because he's so embarrassed to admit that he cared about anyone. Yeah. And then there's the originals. Every, both the regular version and the 10-minute version. Oh, yeah. The classic, dancing around the kitchen in the refrigerator light. Fuck you, Taylor Swift, for mm-hmm. giving me that imagery mm-hmm. that will haunt me for the mm-hmm. rest of my and days. And now I see pe- hot, hot people, hot couples, on ma- remaking TikTok, it. remaking Showing it, and I want to throw myself on the window. Yeah. yeah. Why are you doing that? Yeah. The, maybe I got lost in translation. Maybe I asked for too much. Maybe this thing was a masterpiece till he tore it all up. Mm-hmm. God damn it. Taylor Swift. And then the, um, what always makes me laugh. And I think, I think maybe my favorite line of the whole song is, um, here we here we are again when I loved you so. And then she goes back before you lost the one real thing you oh, ever yeah. know. That one hits too. That one hits because mm-hmm. that is a vengeful mm-hmm. dig. And it's also like scary to hear and think about and be like, oh my God, like what if my past relationship was the best thing I'll ever know? And I just, I'm hoping it wasn't. Right, exactly. And then you're, you're sitting there like, you fucked, like that's, yeah. that's a you fucked up uh-huh. line. And I love a good you fucked up line. Yeah. I agree. And it just makes, what makes me giggle about it is the fact that she literally dated him for three months and she's yes. like, but I, was, I was the best thing you ever knew. Oh yeah. And that's probably not true. But it's funny because it's like the confidence of saying that. Yeah. She different. said that with her chest. Yeah. At the age that she did. Yeah. But um, no, three months can be very intense. Oh yeah. No. And I was like, I thought about me and Tyler's relationship and I was like, by the time that it had been three months, like, and if something like that had happened in a way that, like, he did not act respectfully Mm -hmm. and it ended and it was just kind of like, you realize this person is terrible, I would have 
done worse than this song. Yeah. <laughs> so I get it. And that didn't happen. And it's so great. Yeah. But like, I can put myself in those shoes and be like, oh, the you feelings have were the feel, real. The three months yeah. fast. The relationship yeah. isn't nothing at that point. Yeah. So also, what I say to people, and I told you this the other day, I literally threw this in someone's face last night. So when I was waitressing, our manager, he's like 28-year-old dude on Saturdays. Yeah. And he was talking to me about it. And he, like, isn't a hater. Yeah. But he was giving me his opinion. And he was like, I don't know. Like, it was 10 years ago. (laughs) And I looked at him. And I was like, yeah, 10 years is a long time, right? And he was like, yeah. Like, I don't know why she needs to talk about it when 10 years is so long. And I was like... So you think the age difference was, like, really bad? <laughs> and he was, like, he looked at me like he saw what I did there. And I'm, like, yeah, if people want to sit there and say, say... 10 years is a long time. Then they have to address the fact that, yeah, the relationship age difference was a long time. And that's why she reacted the way she did and wrote this song. Yeah, and, and then all that. in the All Too Well short film when they're having the fight and he's, like, I haven't seen my friends in 10 years. Yes, I, I caught that and I was, like, that has to be intentional like she has to be on the same line of thinking as i am with that yes because she's a genius and an icon and we love her and if i like i couldn't have i couldn't have just made that up no she planted that yeah but yeah how long have we been speaking on this um about an hour so we should wrap it up solid i feel like we will go over our tier list really quickly at the bottom and d we have ronan okay Next up, we've got Stay, Stay, Stay and Forever Winter and Sea. I can't believe Stay, Stay, Stay is above Ronan. That's how much I hate it. <laughs> I continue. B tier. I Knew You Were Trouble, 22. We Are Never Getting Back Together, The Last Time, Sad, Beautiful, Tragic, Begin Again, Girl at Home, and State of Grace Acoustic Version. Okay. A tier. Treacherous, I Almost Do, The Lucky One, Everything Has Changed, Starlight, The Moment I Knew, Babe, I bet you think about me, run, and the very first night. Mm-hmm. And then the S tier, the top of the top, the perfect songs. Okay. State of Grace, Red, All Too Well, Holy Ground, Come Back, Be Here, Better Man, Nothing New, Message in a Bottle, and All Too Well 10-minute version. Four... Vault songs are in S tier. Yeah. That's pretty iconic. Before we wrap up, I did see um, a TikTok where it was like Taylor Swift talking about it. And she was saying how she really wanted to put Better Man on the album. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I saw that. Yeah. And I saw, it was it, between, that was from... Hmm, never mind. I it was remember. between Better Man and All Too Well. She said oh, she yeah, was yeah. going to pick one of them and put them on the album. And like, she made the right choice. Yes. But... bestie hit like those two shouldn't have been the ones against each other no no not at all and blondie had some hits hidden in her vault for us yeah i'm happy i'm thankful it was was a fruitful fruitful harvest it it really was this thanksgiving i'm thankful for taylor swift yes the songs that i'm consuming this thanksgiving is sponsored by taylor swift before we finish Mm-hmm. Give me your thoughts on whether or not we're getting Speak Now Taylor's version on December 13th. I would lose my fucking mind. I don't know if it's true. I don't know either, and I really want to believe it's true. I really want to believe it's true, but I think that would just be so much, especially how yes. heavily she's promoting Red. Right. 
We've got we've gotten a short film. We've like there might be one video. more music video. There might be one more music video. She did a bunch of TV appearances that she didn't do for mm-hmm. Fearless re-recorded. But I feel like December is such an iconic month. It is. In terms of there's really being a song is. called Back, Back to, to December. December. And the John Mayer age situation. Right. John Mayer better sign himself up for witness protection did you see the video of him really awkwardly dancing at the Harry Harry concert concert? yes (laughs) that made me laugh yeah but I hope so I would be incredibly happy I would be so grateful I think it's almost like I want to pray to God which I don't do yeah for that (laughs) I I just I don't I don't know if she'll I don't know I think that would be too much yeah I, I agree but if it's not coming out in December do you think it's going to be next I feel like it's not. I think it's 1980. I think if she doesn't release it in December, it's not. Next. It's gonna be 1989. Yeah. I think so too. Because how do you not? I feel like that January, February, like none of those seem like speak now months. No, they don't go together. They don't go together. It's got to be 1989. But next I feel like 1989 is summary for me, at least. I I agree too. I think that's like a June release. Yeah, but she can't wait that long. No. I don't know. It's Blondie's got us like over our heads. There's so there's so much to unpack with her. And like, is she gonna release another album, the new one? Because I, I kind of so. feel like the that's gonna happen the too. Because of yeah. the three cardigans. Like I almost Easter feel like she's teasing us. Yes. With the 1989 and speak now and is gonna drop neither. Yeah, next. she's gonna drop a. Woodvale or whatever. Woodvale or whatever. Yeah. I could see her doing that too. I need to stop thinking about it because like if I think it like I'm sure I we don't know. There's Easter eggs for basically any theory. Anything. Yep. Alright. So That's we've been all. talking about this for a really long time. I'm not gonna lie, I forget how we used to close off the episode. I think we would just say have a good week or whatever. Okay. Thanks well, for listening. Yeah. Um but you would say it, not me. Do you have any last thoughts? <laughs> no. I, I have a last thought, and I'm going to say it and then hit re- hit stop. Okay. So right. we're just going to say nothing after this. Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. Three, two, one. Fuck, Fuck Jake, Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> I was like, wait, I know. I know what it is. Hell yeah. All right. Okay. Bye, guys. <laughs>